me? Sorry. Um, do you speak English? No, I don't. Sorry. Very well, thank you. Yeah, how would it be done? I'm thinking of 1930s, 40s Britain. Hello, welcome to the Easy English Podcast. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Are you all right? Are you all right? And always the answer, yeah, you, but never really meaning it. Yeah, me too. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Such a stupid conversation, really. <laughs> yeah, you. Welcome to the Easy English Podcast. I said that already. By the way, I always walk on when people ask me that. I always say like, yeah, and then I just go. And I make the yeah so long that I don't have to ask in you because then I think in my German manners that I have to wait for the answer that nobody wants to give me anyway. So always I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 thank you, yeah. And then I just make a chewing gum and I'm already around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I really... I did it yesterday oh. <laughs> in the hallway. It's one of the builders. Oh, yeah. He said, hey, yeah, you're all right. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just went on. <laughs> you don't even need to respond. Yeah. You should say, yeah, how are you? But then nothing comes back. And that is for me a weird end of a conversation, right? Yeah. I find it weird. It happened also to me we were in the park and two schoolgirls got jumped on by Nola in a loving way. Well, they provoked her to jump on her. Yeah, they they were provoke. running at her. And we're like, why running at her? They were like, is she friendly? <laughs> we were like, yes. Yay! <laughs> so basically they jumped on her. <laughs> and then I said, oh, because I was actually asking, are they all right? And I was like, are oh, you all right? And she went, yeah, you. And then I realized, oh, she thinks I'm asking, like, are you all right? Like, how are you? Ah, that is really, we, we had another podcast, I think, in the very beginning where we talked about this. And it's still a big topic for me. I find it weird because it's also about the tonation. Yeah, true. The person that I talked about like two days ago, he said it in a way that he really asked. Because there's also a way of saying it. It can float over into seeming like a genuine question, but it never is. I would say it never really is with a stranger. It's actually probably the biggest linguistic cultural shock, which you should always be prepared for, that strangers will mm. ask you, you're right. And you should always reply back, good, <laughs> generally speaking. And then also say back, and you, and expect no response. And yeah. you should also act in that way. If you ask someone how they are, they'll say, good, you, and you have to ignore the you question mark bit. I think what I always talk about, I think all day long, um, being considerate, my favorite trait in people. In Britain, people are overly considerate of others, their surroundings, how they come across, how things are around them, who needs help, all of that. And maybe that's why I love it so much here. Because that is like this looking around you and seeing the situation and yeah, that is nice. Although I've read recently a lot that I, I'm in some groups of like experts living in Britain. I'm, ne I'm not really active in that group, but I sometimes get the post, so I, I see what people discuss. And I read a lot recently um, that Germans said in those groups that British friendliness is actually quite superficial, yeah. which I've never heard before. 
I've heard it about Americans as a stereotype, being very like friendly and but superficially friendly. And some said they're like, oh yeah, for 10 years are friendly people, but I cannot make really friends here. Like mm. no one is really going beyond that level, which um, I don't know. Maybe it was because I already had really good friends here and was in Britain many times before and knew people really well and then got through you, like got to know a lot more people. That's obviously easier if you already have friends or get to know people through someone. Mm. It's easier to connect. But yeah, maybe the friendliness, I don't know. Is it superficial? It's hard to tell, isn't it? I don't think it's superficial because... I would say that I have quite a good feeling for people. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> I, I really don't think the friendliness that was brought to me by strangers, neighbors, yeah. people anywhere in the bus in the supermarket ever felt like people just do this because it's a polite thing. It always felt like if they were super friendly, like I want to be friendly to you. Mm. I want to help out or I... Yeah, I don't think it's superficial. I just think that because everyone generally goes in, not everyone, but in general, everyone goes into speaking with a stranger or someone like a stranger with this kind of treat others how you wish to be treated. The, the problem comes that it's hard to know when you're in the friend zone because people are already so friendly. Whereas I can imagine in another country, if a stranger is a bit off with you, maybe in Germany... It's, then you know directly when you are friends with them because they're more, hey, how are you doing? Nice to see you. Whereas our neighbours everywhere up the road would be like, hey, how are you doing? Nice to see you. How, how's it going? Is everything okay? Mm. And if it already feels like, oh, are we friends? But you're not. Mm -hmm. But then at what point are you in the friend zone? The lines are blurry. I think that's maybe it. Topic of the week. This week... Before we have this, I'm going to have a sip of my glass of red wine. Chin chin. Chin chin. Cheers, big ears. We wanted to speak about British etiquette because we just released a video a couple of weeks ago about what's considered rude in the UK. And I'm interested to know your feelings on it. Do you, Mine? Yeah. From a German point of view, mm. um, what would you think, what would you say is the number one rule of etiquette in the uk oh probably queuing that always sounds like such a stupid stereotype but it really is <laughs> yeah but queuing also is not only forming a queue mm. it is also like if you enter a store at the same time that you let the other one enter first those kind of things queuing is a bit like a general local look around you do you need to queue? Do you need to let someone pass by? Mm. It's again that, isn't it? But I think that is the most common one. You spoke about it in last episode about how the bus system works, that you yeah. already make a mental note of who was there before you. Because yeah. you don't queue when the bus isn't there. You queue when the bus arrives, but you have a mental note of yeah. who was there before you, who's there after you, and you all sort of have this idea. <laughs> but is there... number two, three, four, five. Yeah, really. really everybody knows. But is yeah. there is there some, uh, some other form of queuing which you... What you're talking about yeah for example i think i've said this even on a podcast before like in a we have a supermarket around the corner that has very like narrow aisles and if you like that you let someone come your way and then pass if there's for example not enough place yeah or 
Or that you already apologize five meters before passing. Yeah, something. right. Sorry, 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 Actually, sorry. You did mention, I thought you were going to mention something else, which you mentioned in another podcast about, and it actually made me realize how British I was, which was in supermarkets when they open a new uh, till, mm-hmm. a new cashier desk. And in Germany, it's just for a country which like prides itself on systems and rules it is just a free-for-all there must be i wouldn't be surprised if there have been fights in aldi because oh definitely definitely but it's mad yeah um do you remember that we were in germany recently yeah and <laughs> there was a new cashier desk opening a few people went over but not many and then it was still a shorter queue on the on the new cashier desk yeah and no one, but we didn't run for it. No one was moving anymore. And I said, come on, we're in Germany. Like, this is Germany. We can go over. <laughs> German rules here. <laughs> Fight for your right. <laughs> in Germany, everybody fights for themselves. Don't look around you. Just go for it. It's mad. Germany also has a lot of etiquette and a lot of rules, and of a lot of things are considered to be rude. Of course. But Actually, this is... a bit more than here, I would say. Yeah, yeah, but this one is just completely <laughs> not been not, looked no. at. Little no. old ladies cutting you up in the aisle. You're yeah, like, oh, that's true. Look at this old lady's mm. cutting me up. Yeah, they don't have time, you know. Oh, that's not what I want to say. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That's not can what I want to that say. In? Please, can we leave that in? Uh, it's so funny. No, I wanted to. Oh, God. <laughs> that's um, good. Okay, queuing. It's cliched, but you're probably right. Yeah, but I think you also wanted probably to say about the, maybe it's not really etiquette, Yeah. but if you go to a pub with people yeah. for drinks or so, you you buy rounds. It's not an etiquette thing, but it's kind of like you should get used to it, and it's probably a bit impolite if yeah, you join a group and you just get your own drink. Yeah, it would be rude if you didn't do it, or yeah. if you didn't offer you you were laughing. Is that not? Yeah, it's obviously like a bit of a special case. But no, I was laughing that that's the the, the next one you thought about. <laughs> but it is important. You'll be the talk of the town. Like, did you see that? Easy just went to the bar, got herself a wine, and came back. Didn't I did, ask. And no. I didn't have a drink. You didn't have a drink. Yeah. What the f- like? We had situations. Actually, we had this a few months ago. Yeah. People join into the group even a bit later and getting rounds then. And yeah. I, my, don't know, pride or whatever that is, says I cannot accept a drink by that person that just joined as well. Yeah. Um, and then wants to pay a drink for me. And probably because we only stay another hour, doesn't even get the drinks out because you would think I now pay for five people drink. Yeah. Okay, five drinks, let's say three, that it's realistic that you also drink it. For three people, I pay a drink, and those three people will also get around. So I get in the end my four drinks that I also pay. Yeah. That's the system in <laughs> in a nutshell. Do you know what? Yeah. I think if I was part of a, the UK citizenship test, mm-hmm. I think I would right now just give you like a certificate and be like, welcome to the UK. Oh, thank you. I think you've just outlined the the biggest anxiety that most Brits go through. In a pub. No, that's just a, a life thing that people will, that's something that happens on a very off, very often in a very frequent occasion of oh. analysing, do I start the group round or do I create a sub, <laughs> a sub round group within the main group or do I, do we separate and make two, 
group rounds uh. from people who arrived early. And I really think that should be on the UK citizenship test. It should be like, you've just arrived two hours late to a party. There's already a round of drinks happening and you arrive with another friend. Do you A, knowing that you will not fulfill the full round and you will not re- get, be rewarded for the round, mm-hmm. get around for the group? Or do you create a subgroup round mm-hmm. <laughs> between you and the person that arrived with you? That is the ultimate cultural test of being British because the round is necessary. You have to do a round. You can't just go up on your own. Well, if you know friends really well, we had this also that people then say like, but that's actually when you know each other well, then you can also be a bit not polite. Like next and just time. Say like, you know what? We get our own drinks. You get your own drinks. Then it does work. With friends, we had this also already. Or you say like next next time we see each other, it's not it's, you. You get it. That's yeah. a normal. Yeah. That's something that can happen. But then there are people that cheapskates, we let's call them, that <laughs> are aware of this cultural rule, and they will. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I've never done this, but some people probably actively show up late to skip a few people in the round. (laughs) Or they purposefully hide in the shadows to make sure that they're the last round or that they may be there and maybe it will never get to them or they'll never get round to doing two rounds where some people might hit the second round if you stay long enough. Yeah, I want to make sure it's not about not being generous. It sounds a bit like people are... That's often a stereotype and also a true stereotype um, often about Germans that we split every bill and then then um, in a restaurant, for example, and then really go through, are, really? did you get a mayonnaise on top for 30? Not 50-50? No, 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 no. It will always be calculated. What, what did I eat? What did you eat? So I don't want to say it's not the same. Well, first of all, England is much more expensive. <laughs> like drinks here uh-huh. are like uh-huh. super expensive, especially here down in the south in Brighton. Um, it's not about being generous. Often someone comes in and says, I want to buy a round, and it doesn't matter if you get your drinks back or so. Mm-hmm. But the pressure of this social rule obviously is is a bit bad if you don't have the big money to come to the pub too, but you want to enjoy your one or two drinks, yeah. then it just doesn't work out. So I think it's a bit of a dilemma. <laughs> wow, that's we just made an entire podcast just on a round of drinks. Unhelpful advice. Okay, uh, we now have our... Unhelpful advice section. We have a message from one of our members called James. Hi, James. It's been a while. And he has this message for us. Yes, I know you've slightly touched on this subject before, but I was wondering if you have any advice for people who might want to start teaching English as a foreign language. Um, I know you don't have qualifications as such, but um, I'm hoping to start doing that to start be doing that soon so do you got any advice of maybe where you get the ideas for your videos from or how you create all your resources that you use like all your patreon material um i know could be even a good podcast idea uh, anything like that could be quite helpful got any advice uh missing the uh, the pub is the english pub course and hopefully when it starts getting light again, I'll be able to rejoin you guys. Thanks for that. Ta-ra. Ah. Yeah. Hi and ta-ra. James couldn't join for the winter. 
period anymore because um, our pub call with the time change went into his work time or going home time. So we're looking forward to, when is that? 21st of March or somewhere around that day. Yeah. Thanks, uh, James. Good segue. What is a pub call, Izzy? Um, so our pub calls are happening once a week. It's part of our conversation membership. On Zoom? We have a weekly Zoom call in our virtual online pub where we meet for an hour, share a drink, and have always a specific topic that we talk about. It's With actually happening very soon, now actually in um, half an hour. Um, so we're looking forward to that. We are, yeah, we built a, a nice pub family there, I would say. <laughs> and it's always much fun to discuss the topics of the world, really. How would I join this pub call? You can go to easyenglish.video slash membership. Right. And there you can become a conversation member. And you don't only get like our video perks, which is like worksheets and vocabulary lists and transcripts for every video, but also our podcast perks for this podcast, which is the after show where we go on talking, but also interactive transcripts that you can translate into lots of different languages so you can at the same time you can listen to the podcast see the english transcript but also maybe in your language of choice which might be french you can also um, read that along on top then get the conversation membership perks which is the weekly zoom call as well as having our Easy English Pub area on Discord where you can chat with the other pub members and also use the additional audio channel there to always practice English with other learners. Ooh la la. Well, now back to James' question. Did he say he wants to go into teaching English? Did I understand yeah. correctly? Yeah. All right, nice. Well, I think first he said it already correctly. We both didn't study to be English teachers. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it's not even my native language, let's be honest. The concept of easy languages is that we teach, I wouldn't even call it teaching, but present and work with you mm. in a way that you learn a language the real authentic way. If you come to the UK or to another English-speaking country, what will you actually hear in the streets? And how do exactly. you, can you actually talk to people and yeah. um, that you are not lost in real life? I would always see it from a language learner perspective like um james i know for example that you learn italian and french i think um so see it from that perspective what do people which topics do people want to talk about what topics um do people want to learn if mm. it is about levels a um a1 a2 all those levels you can there's a lot of sources on the internet to look up which topics are in which field but i would see it from the way like what did you need with learning Italian, yeah. what do you miss? And then build it all up from from your learner's perspective into yeah. a teaching. Our membership really helps us from my perspective as, yeah. as much as we provide material for you guys, being able to converse with you guys in the conversation calls helps me to understand what people are lacking. Like, for example, I hear that some... Uh, nationalities they're not so good with their articles mm -hmm. and some nationalities struggle with participles mm -hmm. and this then brings it back to the, okay we need to start making videos like this but then to counteract that most english people who speak nowadays if you're coming to, if you're learning english to come to england some of those things are 
you're not even you're, you're going to hit English people not doing correctly. Yeah, that's why we want to do even more episodes around the country, but also like different influences. Yeah, for sure. That would be. Our, I think that'd be our advice then. That if we would summarize that, if you're looking to teach English, obviously if you're going to a standardized school, then there's set rules. But be a learner. Yeah, be a learner. Anyway, anyway. thanks, James. We hope we could give you a little insight there. Yeah, and hopefully on, we do on how see, we do things. <laughs> hopefully, we do see you soon when the yeah. sun starts staying up in the sky a bit longer. It is already a bit. Anyway, thank you very much, James. And if you would like to ask us a question or just send us a message, then feel please, free to please, go to easyenglish.fm and ask us anything. Ask us DIY questions, ask us relationship questions, ask us pet-related questions, ask us English language questions or British culture questions. Anything and everything, we will answer it. We promise we'll answer every single message that you send us. Mitch is really good in DIY. He can basically do anything, really anything yeah so just <laughs> go to <laughs> come to us for diy gaffer tape yes. gaffer tape is your best friend <laughs> if anything is falling off glue your and door <laughs> your oven your leg <laughs> gaffer tape just do that <laughs> okay okay Ta-da. Ta-da. Ta-da.